0457 736 736 or give us a call, 1300 01 1170. It has been a huge summer of cricket already, of course. A huge, uh, well, series, Australia downing Pakistan, three games still in the uh, first Test match series. Another one coming up next week, Australia taking on the West Indies in two tests, starting at Adelaide Oval before heading to Brisbane for the uh, the day-night Test match. But uh, a man who knows plenty about Test cricket, Test cap number 405, part of the SEN stable, Dougie Bollinger. He joins us on Sports Central this afternoon. Dougie, welcome along. Afternoon, mate. How are you going? I'm doing really good. Mate, the first question for you, before we start talking about Test cricket, we saw David Warner helicoptering into the SCG last night. Now, you play cricket around the world. You've played uh, over the IPL. Have you any funky ways that you've been transported to the ground in your time? Nah, not that that passionately, no. I've never been able to catch a helicopter, but, you know, it just shows... It shows how important the game is to him, and I, I, I commend him on coming down for the game, especially with his brother's wedding. Yeah, um, I think he's done a re- I think he's done a really good thing for the Thunder, even though he, you know they didn't get the result last night. I thought it was a really unselfish thing to do. They didn't get the result, but they they could have been in far more trouble without him. Oh, they would have been in a lot more trouble to be honest. And you know, he I think he only faced forty two balls last night, which isn't which isn't good. That mm. that's not going to win him the game. Yeah. So. They're they're in a position where they could have won very easily, but again they just fell in a heap. So it's just back to the drawing board again for those guys. It's it's been the um, the tail of the summer for the Thunder, hasn't it? Yeah, it has, mate. It's a, it's a shame because you look at the top five, top six last night. They they should have got 150 easily, but yeah. that just shows the amazing the amazing passion and and the um, the confidence in the Sixers' bowling attack at the moment. They've they've had a lot of you know close games this season, and then they just pulled off another one. And good to see Socky doing well. Yeah, yeah, he just he just keeps moving. He doesn't move too well on the field, but his bowling's still still great. So no, he, it's a shame he's going to be missed. But you know, he knows when it's time to move on, and he knows when he's starting to slow down. So um, it is a shame, but it's great to see him still doing well. All right, mate. The Test series against Pakistan, three nil in the end. But the, the Aussies didn't quite have it all their own way. I sort of I was talking to Jimmy Smith, you know, before the series started. I said to him it was going to be a cash in summer for the Aussies in terms of the batters anyway. Um, look, the Pakistanis, they, they show glimpses of very good cricket. Yeah, yeah. The, the Sydney Test was probably their best, you know. And, mm. and they stuck in it, you know, they stuck in it nearly all game. But just that one spell from Josh Hazelwood on the last couple of days really unraveled them. But they, show, they showed really good spirit in the last Test. And they should, you know, they should take that going forward in the next series. And, you know, they're playing, I think they're over in New Zealand now. So they should take some really good confidence over there. I think it showed though that the with this Australian team they just they just never let up, do they? You know they they, they, no, they, they put mate. that pressure we've, on. We've got... Yeah, sorry, go mate. Yeah, hundred percent, mate. Yeah, we just, they just and the, the best part about it, a lot of the guys have been together for a long time, mm. and that really that really shows in situations, in good and bad situations, that you can come out, you know, back your team, back your teammates, and and you can pull off a really good win. So those guys are in a great rare form and. It's good, and it's going to be interesting the West Indies series coming up. Yeah, and with the Pakistanis as well. That there were times where in and over they'd they'd come up with four outstanding deliveries, then it'd be a half volley outside an off stump or a or a wide that would just release the pressure every time and, and let the Aussies get away with it. And, and as you said, you can't do that to a, an Australian team of that quality. No, especially when you got hungry batsmen like that, mm. and you know, especially someone like Steve Smith, I reckon, who got pretty unlucky through the whole series. He he's just hungry for runs, so. Um, yeah, mate. They, they, they. You know, they, they don't. They toiled well, but 
they're just missing that, you know, real tear away fast bowler that Pakistan have always had. Let's have a look at this series. And we said off the top, probably the, the biggest question in Australian cricket got answered this week with uh, who was going to open. Steve Smith is the man. Cam Green comes into four. What are your thoughts on on that move? And then I suppose the, the moving or not going with one of the um, one of the form shield players. Oh, mate, I, I think oh, it's hard to say. You know, I'd mm. love to know what they're thinking, but they probably want they probably want Green in just for that extra that extra few overs of bowling. And and if and if they've got you know someone like Steve Smith who can open the batting, and you know I think he'll be pretty good at it. You know, they're they're just trying a different tactic. So it's not the worst series. That's not the worst two tests to try it against the West Indies. Um, but they do love Chris Green, so uh, Cameron Green, sorry, and um, and he bats into four, so he, he's got an opportunity there he can take. And as you said, I think it's been lost in a lot of the debate here is what what Green brings in with the ball. You know, he's he's um, he was a tearaway fast bowler, and not surprising being two hundred odd centimeters. Um, you know, early on in his career, he had a few issues w- with back injuries, but not only is he going to fill that number four spot in the batting order, which is arguably the best bat in the team, but also he's going to he's going to add another dimension to the to the bowling attack. Yeah, absolutely, and. You know, he, he can bowl 140 plus and those, you know, 12 to 16 overs he can bowl in a test match really, really helps. It takes a lot of pressure off Cummins, Hazelwood and Sark. Um, and to be honest, him batting four, that's going to be a, a brand new opportunity because I think he's used to batting five and six, where sometimes when you're batting four, you can really get that newer ball if things go wrong. So mm. it's a really good time for him to come in and really, and really stamp his spot on the Aussie team going forward. So... He's got a great opportunity now and just see what happens, especially after a couple of injuries and a bit, a little bit of lower form. So he, he's, he's got a great, a great time for him just to get stuck in. And um, if he starts batting, never give his bat away. And with Steve Smith at the top of the order as well, I think we saw maybe in the first innings down in Melbourne, he scored a 50 off 150, 50 come off 153 deliveries or something like that, which shows that, yep. you know, he can play every shot in the book, but he also knows how to, to grind out an innings if need be. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why they call it test cricket. You know, yeah. you've got to, you got to sum up the situations and, and times of the game where you've really got to pull the trigger or you really just got to get, take your ego out of the situation and bat for your team. So yeah, it's good when you've got, when you've got players like that, they just really know when to turn it on and really switch it off. Most importantly, Michael Vaughan, the English, well, former English captain said that Pat Cummins, could be the best since Bradman if he keeps going on this trajectory as the the elite fast bowler and captain. Do you um do you agree with his comments and, and have you been impressed with uh do you have you been impressed with what Paddy's done in the least you know more recent times? Oh mate, he, he done Bradman's done pretty well. He was a bad player, wasn't he? But um, I don't know. It's hard to say. I'd be thinking more. You know, he could be up there with someone like a Jacques Callis. Yeah. You know, genuine, genuine all rounder. Um, played a lot of games, but no, Pat's just on his own path at the moment. He's, he he looks really relaxed. He looks like he's enjoying his cricket and he's getting support from the whole team. Mm. And I think sometimes when you get, you know, when you're away nine, ten months of the year, that can kind of get lost because you're away. You're around so many bodies every time of the year. You're tired. You're frustrated. You're away from your family and home, your golf clubs. Um, you, you you can kind of feel that void. So, no, it's it's good that he's he's enjoying it and he's enjoying his cricket. Tell us about that. You know, you've you've been on plenty of these tours and spent a long long time away from home and and your golf clubs and the, and the likes, as you said. But yeah. you know, how important is that is that happy team? And you know, there's a lot being said about the. It's been a, a player led leadership group in this in this test side at the moment, which is 
plenty of players with their smiles on their faces. It's how important is that? Well, uh, massive because at the end of the day, you guys are performing. So if you're not mm. getting runs, you're not getting tickets. You're going to get dropped, aren't you? Yeah. So when when you've got you know four or five leaders of the team with strong minds and strong beliefs, you you got to run with it. And most importantly, you got to buy into it. Yeah. If, you, if you if you're going in there half assed you, you might as well not be in the team. You might as well not be playing because it'll it'll show and it'll show in your attitude. So when you've got a player led group and everything's and everything's um, meshing. And even, you know, the past, let's say the past few months when it wasn't going well, mm. um, they all stuck together and it, and it came out on top. So it's actually really good to see. All right, Doug, let's look ahead to this West Indies series. For the average cricket fan, having a look at this lineup that they're going to, um, or the, the squad that they've sent across, not a huge number of known West Indian cricketers going to be no. lining up. But have you had a cast and eye across it and, and who are we looking out for? Oh mate, they're all they're all pretty new. I don't think yeah. any of them have played uh, over twenty tests. I reckon there's yeah. not there's not many. I think they just I think this West Indies team has just really got to get in and they just have a crack. They got yeah. you know they got a day night test and um, that they could really they can they got a couple of quick bowlers there, but they've just got to really come out and have a crack. Look like they played well against the Cricket Australia eleven, but oh, mate, I think it's going to be tough for them playing against this Australian team that are in pretty hot form at the moment. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be interesting, but I think they might struggle. A couple of players got amongst the runs with the West Indies, but Sharma Joseph, 24-year-old Guyanan, who's yet to make his test debut, sending him through about 140-odd clicks in that tour match at Karen Rolt Mobile. They, it's something that the West Indies have lacked for, for a number of years, isn't it, that um, that real firebrand fast bowl, and it'd be great to see someone like him step up and you know, give the Aussies a bit of a shake. Oh, absolutely. Well, you've got Kemar Roach. that has been around for a long time, so... He's got a lot of experience there and someone, someone that they can rely on. But, yeah, you're right. The, the West Indies over time have just had phenomenal fast bowlers. And, and that's what, you know, that's what we know about the West Indies. Obviously, they've, they've had amazing batters, but they've really had unbelievable fast bowlers. So, hopefully, with everything going forward, they're starting to rebuild what they can get back. And, um, yeah, they're, they're, there's no better time to start now. And they've got two tests to have a crack here, but it's, it's going to be interesting to see. All right, Dougie, thanks so much for joining us on Sports Central. When, uh, what's your next BBL game behind the mic? Uh, I, think it's, uh, I think it's next week. Um, so, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. It's been good to see the Sixers and Thunder, but um, it, it's been, uh, the crowds have been fantastic. Yeah. Um, and, and it was good to see 42,000 last night at the SCG. It was, it was unbelievable. But um, hopefully, hopefully a home final for the Sixers. I can get there and, and talk a bit of rubbish on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. Thanks so much, Doug Bollinger, joining us to talk some test cricket.